Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you join me for the weekend perspective as well as the daily transit for Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to February. Finally, finally, February uh, is here. So yes, January felt a little long. So yes, here we are back uh, at the beginning of February. We're going to be looking at the weekend perspective, what's happening uh, astrologically, that is, uh, for uh, this weekend. And uh, yeah, really enjoying this new format and been getting some great feedback on it. So I hope that's an, uh, an enjoyable thing for you. If you're new to the podcast, what I've been doing is, well, I look at each day, the daily transit and that is set at noon Pacific Standard Time. So noon is just that halfway through the day kind of snapshot of what's happening, actually happening up there with the planets uh, currently. That's why we call it the daily transit. And then, you know, looking forward into the weekend. And so that's going to take you forward a few days so you can kind of know what to expect astrologically again. And uh, I may add to this when there's important events that are coming up, like uh, what's happening today. And I may hop on uh, extra, but definitely going to be twice a week for sure. All right, let's get to the themes for today. All right, well, the first thing I want to talk about is the moon. Yeah, I talk a lot about the moon on this podcast, mostly because it is our fastest moving planet. So there's always usually something going on with the moon. So currently in Pisces, been there since yesterday, later on tonight, about around seven o'clock Pacific Standard Time, it is going to be void of course. Now, a lovely uh, astrological term. And what it means is that the moon isn't going to make any meaningful contacts with any other planet before it changes sign. And so, you know, we kind of consider this as sort of an astrological dead zone where, you know, it's not the time to launch that major new project, you know, the book launch, getting married, you know, announcing your candidacy for president, these kind of massive projects. This is not the time to do it when the moon is void, of course. It is, however, a great time to finish up projects, tie a bow on things that have been, you know, um, coming your way, you know, that you've been wanting to finish. This is definitely a good time to be doing that is to, to tie a bow on things. Now, of course, after the void, of course, period, early tomorrow morning, the moon moves into Aries and it'll be there for most of the weekend until about Sunday evening. And so you Aries folk might be feeling a little bit more emotional over the weekend and definitely general feelings of impetuousness and impulsiveness. This is, you know, cardinal fire where you're just kind of reacting, perhaps overreacting. These are things that we can kind of expect when the moon is in Aries over the weekend. Well, definitely the headline for today and part of the reason I wanted to hop on and speak with you today is that Mercury stations direct. Yes, later on tonight, it will be stationing direct. So it's been retrograde, you know, since uh, middle of January, January 13th, 14th. And so keep in mind, of course, Mercury goes retrograde three times a year. And so this is, you know, a lot of what you see, you know, online, people are talking about, oh my God, it's Mercury retrograde. What does this mean? No emails, you know, all of these kind of uh 
jokes about Mercury retrograde, but it is a, a real uh, astrological effect. Now, remember that planets don't actually move backwards. So when we say that Mercury has moved, is stationed retrograde, it is from the perspective of Earth. And so it's kind of when you imagine, you know, if you've ever been on a train and another train is beside you, if the train beside you is moving faster, you're both moving forward, but the train beside you is moving faster. It kind of appears like it's going backwards, that we're moving backwards. Well, this is kind of what we're talking about. As Mercury slows, we catch up to it on Earth. And so it kind of appears like Mercury is moving in a backward direction. And that's what happens when Mercury goes retrograde. Well, now today, it has been catching up speed up until this moment at 24 Capricorn, and now it's going to start moving in a direct uh, direction. And we call this period the post-shadow. So there's a pre-shadow, there's the retrograde period, and then there's a post-shadow. And really, one of the you know kind of themes of Mercury retrograde, of course, Mercury representing communication and messages, ideas, thoughts, is that we end revisiting things that we have perhaps chosen, decisions we've made, uh, directions or choices that we've made in our life in that pre-shadow period. We kind of get to look at it again, and now we're coming through for a third time in these particular uh, degree positions uh, that Mercury is hitting. So right now, 24 degrees Capricorn, now it's going to start moving forward until um, until the uh, until February 24th when it passes out of the post-shadow period. So if you're a journal writer, I'm a real journal writer, you could go back and look at your journal and see, hmm, did I make a bunch of decisions, say, between December 29th and January 13th? New job, new relationship. You know, did I make some choices about where I live, perhaps? So these may be, and maybe they're even smaller choices. Should I send that email? Should I text this person? These kinds of decisions, you may get a chance to revisit them, re-choose, and this post shadow period may be an, a time of resolution where things kind of wrap up uh, as Mercury starts to gain speed so that communication kind of flows a little bit better. Now, who is really going to feel these retrograde periods? Well, it's definitely going to be signs that are ruled by uh, Mercury, which is Gemini and Virgo. So if you're Sun and Gemini or Sun and Virgo or Gemini or Virgo rising, if that's your rising sign, then you may be more sensitive to uh, Mercury and its change changes in direction. Well, the other thing I wanted to discuss today is kind of this weekly or weekend perspective rather. Now here we are on Thursday. And, you know, really what struck me when I look at the daily transits from today and over the next few days is a whole bunch of conjunctions. Yes, kind of like almost like the planets are pairing off and kind of like at a, you know, a junior high dance, a middle school dance where you kind of pair off with your person. So that's kind of what's happening. I've got four of them that I want to talk about. But let's just talk generally about what is a conjunction. Well, that is when two planets are within eight degrees of each other. And it I want you to imagine, you know, you come, you go for lunch with a friend when we were able to do that. And you get there and there's no tables, but there is room at the counter. So you can sit at the counter. If you're a Seinfeld watcher, I just remember when they would all line up and sit at the counter and how uncomfortable it was, you know, because they really couldn't look each other in the eye and have a chat. And that's kind of the way conjunctions work is two planets are sitting there and they're facing forward 
forward. They're aware of the other planet, but they they can they try to blend their energies together. But a lot of times what ends up happening is they tend to bristle rather than blend. All right, well, let's get specific. So I'm going to move from sort of the most intense uh, conjunctions to the ones that are having perhaps less of effect of us on us uh, over the next few days. So the first one is Sun conjunct Saturn. Yes, this is exact today, perhaps even at the time of while you're hearing this, the Sun and, and uh, Saturn are going to be at the exact position, same position. And so what this is, Saturn tends to put limits or constraints on whatever planet it comes into contact with. So the sun representing our identity, our goals, our purpose, kind of what we're striving towards in life, this could really be interpreted as, you know, limits on those goals, limits on your identity. Sometimes Saturn can represent an authority figure, perhaps it's a boss or a parent, or, you know, someone that's in authority in your life, kind of squashing your energy a little bit, maybe, you know, dumping a little bit of dirt on your on your light. That could be one way of, of looking at it. There's another way to look at it is perhaps it's around you stepping into your own authority, your own authority to move forward in your identity, in your goals. All right, the next conjunction I want to look at is moon conjunct Chiron. Of course, the moon moving into Aries, it's going to be exact tomorrow, both at the same position. And here, uh, Chiron represents, you know, old wounds uh, coming forward and then the moon being our emotional responses. This could be a little tender, a little more, you know, some emotional wounds coming forward. Now, the good news is that Chiron was also a great healer. And so perhaps there's an opportunity here for some emotional healing as well over the weekend. The next conjunction is Pluto conjunct uh, Mercury, which we've been talking a lot about as now Mercury moving direct, it is going to start moving back towards Pluto and it'll be exact in about a week. So I'm sure I'll be talking about that again. But in general, here we can see perhaps powerful messages coming through powerful communication, uh, growing stronger as the week moves forward. And then finally, Venus conjunct Mars, which is really the yin yang, the feminine masculine, the active passive part of the astrological game here. So we could have perhaps the defense of beauty, the defense of the feminine coming forward as Mars goes to war uh, and to, to defend that Venusian energy, as it were. Loving actions may be coming forward uh, as these two are, uh, well, they're actually separating now. So it's actually dissipating a little bit in effect. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. I'm really enjoying this new format. It's really giving me kind of a longer perspective. Certainly interested in your perspective on that and your feedback. So you can get a hold of me with your questions or comments at astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying this format or if you're a regular listener, I would just ask that you rate, review, subscribe, all those fun social media things, share with family and friends. It'll just make it easier for other people to find me. All right. Well, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.